Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. A lot of people that watch our podcast think we're getting divorced. We are so <laughs> honest on these apps. And because of that, people are like, oh my gosh, they have conflict in their marriage. Divorce! Flying with a newborn is actually not too bad. There's like the perfect white noise of the plane and then the rumbling of the plane. Yeah. That motion and that noise lulled him to sleep. So I was like, oh my gosh, we're literally going to drive through Mexico to get home. You were driving at this point. You're like, look, that's literally the wall. It was crazy. What a privilege that is to get to watch you yeah. grow and change and evolve. And like, you've seen my boobs go from up here to down here. <laughs> 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 what's, what's up, up dudes? dudes and welcome back to the unplanned podcast yeah we are so happy you're here yeah thank you yeah really thank you for joining us today we have so many stories to tell we literally just had a travel nightmare two days two days ago and yeah. we had another travel hectic day a couple days before that so there's just been a lot of traveling i with think we kids. just need to realize that we will not have a calm travel experience for the next 18 plus years. Man, where should we start? Should we start with the fact that you uh, had a little incident at your workout the other day? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we should start with our road trip to Disneyland. But then I was like, the story really starts before then. Because Abby I ripped thought- herself a new butt. <laughs> In short, that is exactly what happened. <laughs> Sounds so disgusting when you say it that way. But like, that's literally how I've been telling my friends this story. I'm like, I got another butthole that's so gross, disgusting i can't even say hey, that it's okay we're all friends here i feel like <laughs> butt is where i draw the line like that's okay no we don't okay. need to go there but i guess this story kind of requires that also if you hear like a little <laughs> there's a baby we have a, we have a third member today he won't be like Augie's enjoying talking. breakfast yeah he's doing like an asmr video while we uh while we film this no he's <laughs> just nursing while we're talking asmr what do you mean by that I'm just, I was trying to make a stupid joke. It wasn't even funny. Okay. So So, back to the story. We, um, I had this great idea. I was like, if we're going to be in the car all day, I already knew the road trip was going to be like an actual driving time. It's probably like six hours, but with all the stops we were going to need to take because we had both little kids, it's going to be a long day of sitting. So I decided it's a great idea to go to the gym beforehand, but that left me with the only workout option time as a 6 a.m. class. And I obviously... I shouldn't say obviously. Since I'm nursing, I was going to have to pump beforehand because there's no way the baby was going to be up before like at like five when I would need to pump. So I wake up, I pump at five, I get ready, I go to the gym at 6 a.m. And this specific workout had like about a 5,000 meter row. And I am going to town on that rower. I'm just, you know, shredding away. And I'm starting to notice I'm feeling a little discomfort in my tailbone. That's nothing new because Abby has a freaking tail. Like she, <laughs> if you look at 
Not that we're going to show Abby's butt on no, the internet. No, you can't visibly see it. It No, you can. <gasps> like, it, like, pops out. Like, you can if literally see... If I'm just see, standing straight up, you can see my... No, you can't. It doesn't actually look like a tail, but, like, your tailbone is, like... It, it's, like, almost protruding out of your lower back. That's how that's how prominent your tailbone you is. You can see it? Pretty much, yeah. You can... And you can really feel it. I feel like you can mostly just feel it, but you can like, kind of see it if I, like, bend over. I don't know, dude. It's like you have the most prominent tailbone that I've ever noticed yeah. in my whole entire life. It's been life. something my entire life. Like with dance, like shoulder rolls or anything like on my back, like sitting certain ways, like it literally does hurt. Like my tailbone is like just like long or something. It's weird. And so Abby thinks it's a great idea to push herself to the freaking limit. And then I get home and I'm like, still, I can't believe this is still bothering me. I'm off the rower, been off the rower for an hour now and it still feels weird. Like when I sit down, it's when I get in the shower and the first little bit of water it runs down my back into the crevice area that I am like paralyzed in pain. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is, that's intense. And I, I like literally don't move. I'm like trying to avoid the water at all costs. I get out of the shower as quick as I can, turn around in the mirror, spread them a little bit. And what I find is jarring to say the least. I'm like, Matt, get in here right now. And look at this. And I looked at Abby and I was like, dude, you literally ripped yourself a new butthole. Yes. That's what it looked. That's literally what it looked like. I know it looked so gnarly. I was appalled. I was like, "What is wrong with myself? Why did I go so hard that I literally let this this happen to me? I had no idea. Like it was like as bad as it was. But there is like a sizable circle around my crack that has no skin. It's like bloody and we're getting, we're getting way into the details. Basically, I really, really, really injured my tailbone to the point of like actually having another butt and then to top it all off i had like all day of sitting in the car which was like this was supposed to make it better and it actually made it like fifty thousand times worse in the car you kept talking about your butt like so much you're like i'm in so much pain i'm like abby why did you do that i was like trying to sit every like angle it so it wasn't touching the seat like trying to sit every which way wasn't comfortable especially when i was in between the two car seats and i'm already cramped i couldn't really like angle myself i was a like i was about to cry i was in so much pain and i feel like i have a relatively high pain tolerance and that was that was almost gonna set me over then we're in disneyland and i'm getting on roller coasters (laughs) jostling every which way and i still went on them but i was like man this just adds a whole nother on the tower of terror i guess it's technically called guardians there at disneyland you kept you squeezed my hand so hard i thought i was gonna fall off oh that had nothing to do with my butt actually i it didn't it was just the falling that was all it was i feel like the feeling of dropping okay moms comment down below if you feel this way the feeling of dropping feels totally different post-pregnancy, I feel like. Like, it just feels like my stomach is literally going to come out of me. Like, it just drops. But then also, motion sickness. I never struggled with that before having babies. And now, we went on the teacups, and I was like, I don't think I can get out of this thing you without vomiting. Stop. Like, I was trying to spin it fast, and you were, like, wanting me to stop spinning it was crazy. And I had I was doing it one handed. I had one hand on our kid and then one hand on this the spinner. I was also worried about Griffin. I was like, I don't know. He if was he fine. Can... He was just like <laughs> he was just every single ride, he didn't like smile or laugh. He just was like processing it. Yeah. He didn't he was know what to cold. think. He he had no idea what to think because it was so new and he different. He definitely wasn't upset. Yeah, he didn't cry. Yeah, let's talk about Disneyland with our kids because everyone is always I I mean not everyone, but a lot of people say like, yeah, wait to do Disney until they're like 
five or six. Which honestly is probably the move. Like if if you really? if you only have the money to go to Disney, oh, yeah. you know, one or two times with your kids in their childhood, you should wait till they remember it. Like right? if you can't get off work or like yeah. if you're only able to go, I totally agree. And I feel like the age to do it would be like five or six would be such a fun age to go. I went when I was five and I remember that trip. I went when I was 10. I remember that trip. Those were like the two main times that I went. I think my parents brought me when I was like two or three. Don't remember it. Right. So if you take your kids into like they're five to 10, I think that's like the glory age to go because I had so much fun. Um, but mainly going this time was for us. But have like you we, seen we did that it for clip? us. Uh, Nate Bargatze has he's a comedian he has a yeah. clip where he's like everyone says don't take your kid to Disney until they can remember it's like what do you want me to do like I'm not going to deliver like he did obviously oh, he's like yeah. put her in a room and be like do you remember yesterday <laughs> and then you just shut her back in it's like I'm kind of more that mindset like obviously it's different if you are only able to make one or two trips like that your kid's entire childhood or if it's something that you're like you live closer or you have the finances to go more than once and there's why are you laughing at? Sorry. Our son's making so much noise right now, breastfeeding. I don't know if he people can milk. hear it, but he's like, he's going to town right now. He's like lifting his leg up and like kicking. It's so funny Delicious. to watch. I'm like, I just forget that he's there sometimes because he's, I, I don't know. know. I do too, and, and, then, and then you're like, what is that noise? And you're like, ah, that's my son eating on my wife's breast <laughs> okay um but, but yes I yes they won't it, they won't remember it but it was still so much fun and i feel like he had a great time it was underwhelming on the rides and stuff because like we said we were talking to each other we're like why is he not like so incredibly blown away by these disney rides and it's because as a freshly 16 month old everything in the world is crazy and weird and unique and wild to him so disney's just normal at that bro, point yeah, bro just learned how to walk three months ago that's like pretty he, big he literally just learned how to move around on his own and so for him like climbing up the steps near the the shops in disneyland was just as fun as going on the rides <laughs> know. you know and for him i think i think he laughed harder like with random crap like he found a toy in one of the uh one of the cars land toy shops that made him smile and giggle really? more than any of the rides that he went on. So I think that everything is new to them. And because everything is new, the rides aren't anything special. Like he doesn't quite get it. He doesn't quite understand yeah. the concept of like, that's supposed to be the fun thing. Cause for him, everything is fun. Yeah. But just spending all day outside with mom and dad, I feel like is really yeah. sweet. And then it was sweet for us to be able to just like start making memories there because I feel like that's definitely a place we will return throughout his childhood and we can be like we took you here when you were one year old and like we took your picture here so it definitely is more for the parents but obviously yeah. the kids don't dislike it i will say bringing your your parents the kids grandparents along is the move for sure because then that allowed abby and i to we do ride swaps so like abby's parents would go on a ride we would like play with the kids maybe go on some kitty rides walk around mm -hmm. and then they would come watch our kids for like 20 minutes that we could go do a fun ride together that was nice mm -hmm. um so then you got to experience it more for yourself too yeah. it was my um, first time going on roller coasters in a long time how, how did that feel it felt great it felt really fun do you enjoy them still yes you do? I will say it does kind of add another element like with the kids there. I'm like worried about them if we go on a ride without them. I'm like, I hope that they're okay even though they're with my parents. Like I just, that did kind of make it slightly less enjoyable. Yeah. You know, like the Indiana Jones ride. 
as uh, freaking out because okay, my mom, can you actually admit that? Like I have some mom sense that is insane because I knew that he was crying. And then I text my mom. Sure enough, he was crying. And then there was no exit in sight. I was freaking You're out. You're panicking. And like, okay, we were literally about to get on the ride and Abby wanted to like leave the line. We were, we were literally like, there's four people in front of us and Abby wanted to get out of line and go back to our kids. And I'm like, Abby, like, I promise you they're going to be okay. We can ride the ride and then go. But it, it that is one thing that, that does stink because you think, well, once you have kids, you can still find time to be alone. But I feel like it, it must be some maternal instinct where you literally can't shut your brain off from being a mom ever but trust me like it's not that i think that instinct we have that for a reason and it's a really good thing but then there's also times where it's like i wish i could shut it off because i'm not just a mom i'm also a wife i'm also a friend i'm also a daughter and a sister like there's times where it's like but then i always have to be mom yeah i mean like because for me i knew I was like, sure, okay, worst case scenario, our kids cry the whole time with your parents. I was like, that is the absolute like worst case scenario. Okay, I'm sure other, I don't want to think about other bad things. No, that's but the like, only realistic. But truly, worst, truly yeah. the worst case scenario I mean, is we like, were gone they cry. 25 minutes. I don't even know if we were gone 25 minutes, honey. We were, we were in the fast pass lane. Like, we were so quick. <laughs> I, so I was like, I can enjoy this 20 minutes with my wife and just be fully present with her and enjoy it. Yeah. And I would say for the first like five or ten minutes it was really fun we were excited i feel like you were I, I was doing heel clicks down the line we were giggling together it was fun i felt like we were very connected i think i was just better at masking it at the beginning you were faking it yeah so you really were thinking about the kids the whole time yeah okay because i was like man i have her t- like she i have her attention this is fun <laughs> this is like good old times you know early days of marriage and then once you you got on your phone i was like gosh please tell me she's not texting your mom and sure enough you're like are the kids crying and, and your mom was like they're crying and then you're like no I so knew, and well, that's I, when i lost i knew you. that that's, augie was crying yeah yeah i could just feel it in my bones yeah yeah but i will say i've gotten better and it's slowly like obviously we have the instinct for a reason it's a good thing but it yeah. does like let it does lessen up yeah can i be honest though i think like that moment it kind of made it Obviously, I can't, I want you to care about our children, obviously, but I was kind of bummed. I'm like, man, I'm like, I just want like 10 minutes just to connect right now. I was like, I just want to have each other. And then all you can think about was like that. So I was, I was Trust me, I want that too. Yeah. I don't know how we, I don't know how we do that. I don't know how we get there. I don't know what that looks like. Will we ever get there again? Oh, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I I really don't know. It just takes time. And you know what? I will always be different since having kids. Like I will... I'm forever changed since becoming a mom. But I think that when the immediate needs aren't so fully dependent on me, I'll be able to live more in the moment. And it's really not a fear thing. It's just like, oh, I just feel this responsibility that it's like I can't. Mm -hmm. It's hard to give that responsibility to somebody else yeah was it easier to unplug when we went to halloween horror nights at universal yes and that's because the kids were asleep yes knowing that they were asleep and like both of our kids are very good night sleepers i was like they're not gonna wake up like they're gonna they're gonna we'll put them down they'll go to sleep right away and then um i didn't feel like i was like missing out on anything either yeah maybe we need to start like doing things at night and then i can wake up with the kids because I feel like, okay, you can't take naps, but I could, I can take a nap during the day if I got, you know, four hours of sleep. So maybe if we start doing dates and things at night when our kids are asleep, you'll be able to be more present and you won't be as worried about them. Yeah. I just need to take it like three energy drinks beforehand. <laughs> three energy drinks? <laughs> no. That is crazy. The, the exhaustion you get from breastfeeding is pretty insane. 
Yeah, I think so. You can you can sleep a lot, but you also are really good at like going off of no sleep. It's you gotta do what you gotta do. It's impressive. But like Matt said, we did go to the Universal Horror Nights. We didn't even think about we should should we talk about that? Yeah, it was it was good. Um, the ha- the haunted houses kind of sucked to be honest. Really? Yeah, they were not scary. I don't. I've, I've been to some good haunted houses. The haunted houses there were not good at all. But the I special did... effects was better than any haunted house we've been to before, though. No, they really? weren't. The haunted houses were were actually bad. What really took me out of it was in every single room of the haunted houses at Universal Horror Nights, they had like people there with little wands yeah, like waving you on. So... I'm like, I'm okay. I just waited in an 80 minute line to come into this haunted house that's only five minutes long, and you're in here pushing me forward, like telling me to keep moving forward when I just want to like at it least really enjoy it. It really took you out of it. Like they were really like, keep moving, me. keep moving, keep moving. Like workers like, that were not scares, they weren't there to scare you. They were literally just there to keep you walking i was like i came here to see chucky yeah i don't know i feel like this is probably not relevant because people are watching this like a month after halloween <laughs> that's true but yeah. we did get away for several hours and yeah. it kind of felt like high school again yeah it was cool we've been watching stranger things on netflix so it was cool we got to do like we went to the stranger things area of the park we stayed up till like we were at the park till almost 2 a.m i and know then- and i fed him at when we got back at 3 15 oh my gosh and then i went to bed at like four that was brutal Oh, I thought I was on death's bed. Yeah. What was crazy is your parents told us that they basically stayed up until we got back. No, That's my proof. Maybe I'll never be the same ever again. Oh, gosh. That freaks me out. (laughs) Because my parents, like, couldn't rest knowing that we were out even though we literally... (laughs) But And we asked them, we were like, wait a second. Like, you guys wouldn't stay up when we would go out in college. Like, you didn't stay up when we'd go out in Hawaii. But it's just because now we live together and we're always with them that your parents, like... There's some sort of parent thing where they their brain is like, oh, I need to stay up till my kid's home, and it's like we are adults, like we're fi- we're fine. They We've tried been, to go to sleep. They, I guess they tried to, and they just couldn't. It's your yeah. dad. It was really your dad. Yeah. I think I think your mom was able to more, but your dad is like that. Yeah, maybe I'm more like my dad then. Like maybe. you just worry about your kids, and yeah, your dad does worry. Kind of go to your worst case scenario. It's specific things that makes him worried. Like driving makes him worried a lot. Yeah. Which I mean, that's pretty. Maybe valid. I just have a lot. Of, I have a lot of optimism. Like I feel like everything's gonna work out. I'm You're like, very happy-go-lucky. Thank you. And I love that about you. Thanks. I do feel like you are a person that good things just happen to. Maybe it's like the approach. Like maybe if you just think that good things will happen, then they naturally will. There's happen. definitely something to that. The travel on the way back from Disneyland, though, oh. was pretty eventful. Okay. This was our second, by the way, this is our second road trip with 202. I can say our kids are so good. They are. We do have great kids. We, and and they're so fun to be around. Yes. Especially the fun age of our 16 month old. He just laughs all the time. smiling and laughing Augie has started to smile, which is really, really cute. Sweetness. But, um... Yeah, this is our second road trip with 202. The first road trip was uh, a trip we took out to Malibu to record some podcasts out there. We took our whole our whole family along. And then with this Disneyland trip, that was road trip number two. Um, and on the way home, we had a road closure, which kind of threw a whole wrench in our plans. Yeah, my parents were driving. They actually left after us, but they quickly got ahead of us because we have babies. And so they text us urgently. They're calling me like nonstop. I'm like, okay, something's going on. And I didn't want to answer it because everyone in the car was asleep. Like both boys were asleep. Matt, you were getting a quick little rest in. And so I was like, I don't want to answer the phone and wake anybody up. But then I was like, this must be serious. And then we finally get a hold of her. And she's like, 
do not go on the 10, which is like the main highway home that was going to be the most efficient route. She's like, do not go on that 10. People are out of the cars. Like cars are turned off. People are going to, we're going to run out of gas. I'm pretty sure my dad peed in a cup. Dude, like, I think your your parents are warriors. Like they were trying to, they're like, do not come. It's like that, uh, that TikTok trend. Like do not take unnecessary journeys. Do not swim across waters. Like I don't, have you heard of that, that sound? I think so. Yeah, it's the one that's like, don't take unnecessary journeys. That yeah, one. well, I mean, it really was. All the cars were stopped, and our maps even were like rerouting us. And our Apple Maps were like freaking out. They're like, turn around. No, don't. No, take this road. Like, I think no one could figure out they what just, the situation was. They made it seem like Armageddon, though. Like, I was like, wow. Like, literally, the road apparently, uh, someone, I, someone either died. Like, I don't know what happened, but they're like, this road closure situation is so bad that if you go this way, you're going to run out of gas. You're, you're not going to be close to any place to get food for miles and miles. They're <laughs> acting like we're, we're screwed. So you guys need to take another, another route. And we're like, okay, well, Apple maps is still telling us to go this way, but maybe we'll take, you know, option it B. It did reroute us and then it rerouted us back to their way. But then we're like, no, we can't. My they they're on the road and they said their car they literally turned their car off like it was bad we had to make a split second decision and so i'm like okay we're gonna reroute we gotta trust them the way we got rerouted literally took us to mexico it took i when i was looking at the map it was so close to mexico i was like oh my gosh we're literally gonna drive through mexico to get home because that's how out of the way we have to go to avoid this road closure and i zoom in really close and i realized that we were literally like just a couple hundred feet from the border. Literally, because we saw the wall. Yeah, which it's not like a full-on border I, wall. Yeah, I don't it's know more, what I thought it's it would look like. It's more of a like, fence. massive fence. And I'm sure there's barbed wire, and I think it was like 20 feet tall. I mean, we could see it. We like we were still a couple hundred feet away, and it was a big fence. Like It was really, really big. You were driving at this point. You're like, look. You're like, that's literally the wall. It was crazy. So we're like basically in Mexico. Everything is in Spanish. There's nowhere to stop. Dude, I kind of felt like we were in Mexico. Like there, uh, some of the stops that we took along that route, like everybody was speaking Spanish. Yeah. People were uh, playing Latin American music. I was like, maybe we did end up in Mexico. Like maybe we took a wrong turn, and you we have like to go through like yeah, I know customs. Or something. I know, but like when you're that close to the border, it's like it's pretty much the same. You know, like the people that live on that side i'm sure there's a lot of like intermixing of yeah. you know, families and everything um it was crazy but yeah so if you look at like a map of la to phoenix you know la and phoenix are like not too far from the u.s uh, u.s mexican border but like we had to go completely south to avoid this road closure um it added two hours to our journey and of course once we were like an hour in abby's parents were like oh the road's back open we're gonna be home in like, like three it's hours incredible. we went from our car being off to going full speed like in a snap i was like what it's like you guys completely led us astray because no. apple maps was actually telling us to turn around so we we went we ended up like you know rerouting and going towards the border and then after like 40 minutes of driving I think that's when the road got opened back up again and it said, oh, turn around to save like an hour. And we yeah. thought, you know what? Lori told us to we not do better. that. We know better than Apple Maps. We're not going to do that. And yeah. so we just kept on. I mean, they were just trying to help. And then we got we got home. Literally, it took us 10 hours. Yeah. And my parents were making jokes when they got back. And so they were like, I, they felt really bad about it. But obviously, they were just trying to help. But it was a journey. And, you yeah. know, the boys did super well. So we can't complain, but I was like, man, 
I would have loved to do a lot of other things and sit in this car all day. Thank you to Skylight Frames for sponsoring this portion of today's episode. You guys, it is gift-giving season officially, and I'm really excited because we have a great Christmas gift this year. I really hope... Okay, wait. If you are John and Teresa Howard, do not listen to the rest of this. this. If you don't know, Matt's parents live out of state from us, but the grandbabies are out here, so we got them a Skylight Frames digital photo frame. Guys, I text my parents videos and pictures of our kids literally every day. Takes and up so, the storage, man. And so the fact that they can have this on a digital photo frame in their to house display that just in shows HD. up HD shows up automatically. It's the best. So if you're trying and to think of a good idea for your parents, look no further. It's this right is here. what we gotta do though, Matt, before we give it to them before yeah. Christmas. You can preload the images onto it. So if you're giving it to somebody, you can already oh. have your images of your family or whatever you're gonna put on there. You can also send videos and you just send it to an email address and it's on the screen. You can also get their app to get them on the frame. It's so, so cool, you guys. And here's something else that's unique about Skylight Frames. You can return them for up to 120 days. So oh. if you don't love it, normally with gifts, you have to be really quick about getting yeah. them returned. You have 120 days. And as a special limited time offer for our listeners, get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com unplanned. To get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com unplanned. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T. F-R-A-M-E dot com slash unplanned. Back to the episode. So we get back late. We have one day and then we're turning around and going back on another trip. To Nashville. To Nashville. Good old Nashville. Music City. We had gone back and forth with whether or not we're going to take both kids or what we're going to do. And since we had a lot of work things to do and it was really odd travel times, like we're just going to take the baby with us and leave the toddler at home. Which was such a hard decision, and it was so sad, but I knew that really that was going to be better for him, and it was going to be a little bit more of like a selfish decision to Mm -hmm. bring him along, if that makes sense. Or at least that's what it felt like, given the options that we had, the fact that he could stay with my parents and, you know, have fun for the weekend with them. I knew that he'd be well taken care of. So we leave at the butt crack of dawn on in the morning. (laughs) I woke up before 4 a.m. why on earth... Did we decide to take a 5.20 a.m. Because I wanted to not be away from our toddler for as... I wanted to be gone from him as little as possible. I feel like that's what kind of screwed us up. Like, I feel like taking such an early flight kind of... That's definitely not what screwed us up. You don't think so? I think the fact that they sent our bags to okay, a different we're state getting, is we're what getting, <laughs> we're screwed getting, us up. <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves in the story. Okay, so we woke up at 4 a.m. to catch a 5.20 a.m. flight. And when I woke up, I already had our Uber scheduled to come pick us up. This this thing, it, it gets so messy. But I already had our Uber scheduled to come pick us up. And it was supposed to come at 4.05. So I was literally going to just wake up, throw on some clothes, and and leave. Like, not even brush my teeth, not even wash my face, not eat anything. Okay, you didn't do any of that. Well, I, I didn't want to do I didn't want to do any of those things. I ended up actually doing it because when I woke up, it showed that the Uber was still 10 minutes away. So I was like, oh, I have time to take like a super fast shower and just like maybe brush my teeth and then throw my clothes. Did you brush your teeth? I actually did. Yeah, I, I, oh, brushed, crazy. I brushed them. I'm pretty sure. So... <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so um, I do that and I didn't realize this at the time, but I got a call at 4.02 a.m. And you know what the call was? It was our Uber driver asking for the code to our gate. <gasps> that was you that did it. It was not me. It was Uber because it showed that they were 10 minutes away, but somehow he was actually like already there. Like he was, he was just waiting at the gate to be led into our neighborhood. So he needed the gate code, 
but for some reason they showed on the tracking thing that his arrival time was 10 minutes so I was like not checking my phone I was like oh we got 10 minutes we're chilling I can like get things done right now rather than just like rush to get out the door and that's when like while I was showering that's such a Matt Howard the thing. Uber driver dropped us and then we ha- we got a new driver so then the, our pickup time got pushed back even further so why are you just now admitting this to me I was I thought it'd be a good time to tell you on the podcast you that's not my fault by the way like if uber says the driver's not gonna be there for 10 minutes you can't expect them to be waiting I at your gate understand, but it's also such a matt howard thing to be like oh i have 10 minutes let me just take a shower let me throw in a load of laundry i'm gonna go do actually i think i have time to do a workout and get it make a protein <laughs> shake like that is such a you thing okay let me say this though like i would have heard the call coming in but i have my i always have my phone on do not disturb just so that i can like be more present with like family and stuff yeah you're I, hard to get a hold of on it's the phone. so i'm like my ADHD gets the best of me sometimes and so like I just keep my phone on silent like at all times that way I can be like present in moments and yeah anyway but oh my gosh so, so were you just never we gonna so, tell me this if you didn't talk about it on the podcast I was gonna tell you eventually but we got so we we were so late getting the air to the airport we didn't get to the airport until 4 40 a.m with a 5 20 a.m flight that was stressful. So very stressful. With a baby. The Uber driver, I feel like every time we're in a rush to get to the airport, the Uber driver's always like taking their sweet time, which I don't want to tell them to break the law, but I'm like, freaking step on it, dude. I'm like, we got to get to the Remember airport. Remember that time we got an, an Uber and he started driving the wrong direction and I was like, we're getting kidnapped for sure. <laughs> I, like, I don't remember that. What was that? You, because you don't even know how to get to the airport. <laughs> you get in the car and you're like, I just. Wait, expect- they just they just took off in the opposite direction of the airport. Yeah. Did, was it me that said something or did you? It was say me. Something? I was like, this is not the direction of the airport. And then he was like, oh, I th- think he got his navigate. He had pure intentions, but yeah, it was he, an honest mistake. But in my guy. mind, I was like, we are getting kidnapped. Sweet guy. I always talk to the Uber drivers. You I, do. I always like to make friends with them. It's so sweet, you guys. It's literally like pitch black outside like we said 4 a.m matt i literally took a picture of you because i was so amazed by you <laughs> i should put it all in my story <laughs> it's crazy because i'm just like dead girl walking like i cannot i'm i'm just sitting in the car trying to continue on with my life because it's so early and i slept like three hours and matt is getting this man's life story it's so sweet <laughs> you're like oh is you like sports you're i thought it was interesting because what's he was, your normal our, day like our uber driver was from arizona but he wasn't he um the team that he would root for is the atlanta braves even though he was from arizona i'm like why don't you root for the diamondbacks they're literally in the world series right now and he was like no i'm an, I'm an atlanta braves guy and then he dropped he drove for uber um at 4 a.m because that's when i think you can make more money and he can plan out his day better and so he just like wakes up super no, super early less traffic less traffic too so he can get more like drives oh, in oh gotcha yeah anyway masking this man's life story and i'm just like silent in the back seat <laughs> make it to the airport i'm also stressing because we can't check her back it's getting we're, we cut it way too close so something that i saw we were flying southwest where you can check two bags for free and something that I saw like on the way to the airport was apparently you have to check them 60 minutes before the flight. I didn't realize that. You told me 45. The, every airline is 45. Every airline is like 45 or 30. Actually, I think American's 30 minutes before. You can check it up to 30 minutes before. Before you board, not before departure. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, Southwest is like, they're, they're a little bit more strict with that apparently. So I'm seeing that on the way and I'm like, crap, crap, crap. So we get there at... 440 and I know this because I heard the Southwest people like once we had arrived and they lost our bags I heard them talking about this like they saw that our bags had been checked at 440 a.m. So we were still in the window to like get them on but they apparently were like considered like 
I think they were late checked or I, I forget what they call it. Um, but they still took them. They, and, and the guy didn't act like there was any problem with it. The guy that was checking our bags didn't say, hey, by the way, these might not, might not make it to your destination. Never said that. He just checked the bags and we're like, okay, we're good. We made it. We're fine. We end up getting on the plane. Um, of course, the plane was boarding once we had like gotten there. We we made it through security. We actually like signed you up for clear on the way because we were trying to bypass the line and to it actually took get longer. to the front. Yeah, and it actually took a while to sign up for that. But um, we get on the plane and um, well, that was all good. Well, it didn't take a while. It was just the boarding line was not, general boarding was not long. Yeah. So then and, it ended up taking longer. And once we, once we landed, could not find our bags anywhere. By the way, we got to talk about the newborn situation. Flying with a newborn. It was Augie's first flight. His his first he got his wings. flight. Did they give him the little badge? They literally badge? just gave him a little card. They did. It wasn't a badge like Griffin got. I thought Griffin. Yeah, because Griffin got that I little. I think American badge. Airlines does this, but Southwest just gives uh, you like a a certificate. Let me just say, if you feed your baby like while you're taking off and while you're landing, and you have a newborn, like they're a legit newborn, and they're hopefully sleeping well, like it's it's kind of easy i don't i don't want to get ahead of myself and like make it sound like it's the best but i think like flying with a newborn is actually not too bad Yeah, if you're worried if you're in a position where you're like contemplating going to something because you know you're gonna have to take your baby on their first flight and i would say they're anywhere from zero to four months i think you're gonna have a really smooth experience obviously every baby's different but like i think that we first of all we had his dreamland on him so he knew mm-hmm. it was like okay this is my cozy sleep time yeah but then it was also dark because it was so early in the morning still but that doesn't really matter when they're that young it's really the fact that there's like the perfect white noise of the plane and then the rumbling of the plane yeah that motion and that noise just lulled him to sleep for like two hours i had a piece so bad and i just was holding it and holding it yeah because i didn't want to i didn't want to disturb the piece i could see like if i went to go pee you were gonna like slap me in the face i was shooting you daggers i was like are you really thinking about your own needs right now this baby is asleep and he needs to stay asleep or else he's gonna be so mad but it was a a three-hour flight i cannot hold my pee for three hours i know that you're a super pee holder like you can hold your pee for a unimaginable time i don't understand how you do it it's a superpower that you have i think it's a mom superpower actually that you can hold your pee yeah maybe not some moms pee their pants you actually pee your pants sometimes too like at the gym if you're doing jumping jacks you'll pee actually, your pants. it's gotten a lot better i think my pelvic really? floor is strengthening oh sick okay, yeah good don't for you. say that because then the pelvic floor people are going to come in the comments really why pelvic floor people are always telling me to go get my pelvic floor flick oh okay yeah i think you did that one time and it was like kind of weird it was not for me <laughs> It was but they just like stick it up there and they're just like feeling around and they're like i'm in this woman's flex. house it's <laughs> what? in her personal house and they're like cough and then they like st- i don't even that's know that's so weird it's i crazy. can be your pelvic floor specialist you stop no 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 sorry okay Ozzy hey, had a great i'll take flight. one for the team <laughs> that's actually really weird i didn't even know that you were doing that when you went to go do that i didn't know i didn't know what, what that, that was. was gonna entail you didn't even so they're just like take your clothes off and you're like what like well i thought that that was going to be part of it but i didn't i just didn't know what i was in for you know are they technically a doctor or like what are they are they a doula like what what type of certification do they have probably depends okay she was not a doctor okay i feel i feel bad i'm probably offending a public sport a pelvic floor specialist that's listening to i'm saying it's i bet by the amount of people that are telling me to see them i know that so many people have great experiences with them it just wasn't for me yeah. We got to understand that we can all have different, totally. we can all like support each other, even if it's not the decision we'd personally make. That is right. 
what works for one person might not work for somebody else. And what and works versa. for one baby might not work for other yeah. babies, but all you had an amazing flight. He didn't cry once. No. Like it was, it just went so well. I did the poopy diaper change. Honestly, um, you are a super dad for doing that. I was like, I can't imagine changing a diaper in those cramped really? bathrooms. I could barely go to the bathroom. How it's do not, you change a diaper in there? It's not that bad. I mean, at least every airplane that I've been on, they have like a little diaper change station that folds down. And so you just... I don't know. It just feels like changing a diaper in a regular bathroom, except the bathroom's way tinier. You are um, a super dad. I've never changed a diaper <laughs> on a flight, and you always. Oh, have you're done right. It. I guess I always do change Every the diapers on the flights. Um, but it folds down, and it's just kind of the same situation as changing it at a public restroom with a diaper change thing. Only thing is, because of the cramped quarters, I'm not really able to wash my hands like afterwards. So I kind of just like change the diaper and and go from there because it's hard. I'm sure if I really wanted to. I could figure out a way, but usually we have like hand sanitizer that I can sanitize my hands with afterward. Um, But yeah, it's just like a a teeny little mini change station. And I think I was actually even able to pee with Augie in there too. I just like held him. I held him with one arm. I had like one hand I was able to like unzip and just go pee and then like hold him with the other hand. Oh my gosh. It's like super dad moves. I do that with Griffin too. Like if I need to go, I'll just, I can hold Griffin. One time he's literally spit his binky into the toilet. I told you about that, right? You just let it go. I think I put it in a plastic bag and then we like boiled it. That's actually, yes, we did boil it. I think we kept the binky. I guess you can't flush that. That's not appropriate. Yeah. No, it's like they literally say don't put paper towels into the airplane toilet. They never said binkies. (laughs) They never said binkies. I mean, they can't think of everything, right? Like, (laughs) how are they going to say that? Anyway, so perfect flight. We land. And I was so thankful. I would literally call my mom. I was like, this is the best travel day ever. Augie slept great. We landed on time. We're going to make it to our first podcast. I'm so excited about these guests, like all these things. And then we see the lines, the rental car pick up and then we see the fact that our bags are not there and then i start to cry (laughs) the line to get our rental car was almost an hour and a half long it was no 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 it took every bit of an hour and a half you think so yes okay because i guess they're running a special i we we got the cheapest rental car we always do that we always i'm not gonna pay extra for a rental car like i'm not gonna own this car i drive it for a couple days (gasps) we should admit it was our first time not paying the underage driver oh my god 25 now you guys, that is actually the best perk of being 25 is not having to pay the stupid underage driver fee for renting a car. Cause it is pretty dumb. Like you've been driving for almost 10 years. Yes. And in Hawaii, wow, that's like a ladybug in the room. In Hawaii, um, when we took a trip last year, I was 24 and I was supposed to get the, the fee waived because I have a AAA membership. And if you book with Hertz through AAA, they'll waive the fee. But I booked through Hertz online and had the AAA membership and they wouldn't honor it and give me and waive the fee. So I thought I was getting a, a killer deal for like a three week long car rental for only like 500 bucks. And then they ended up saying, oh, well, we're going to have to charge the fee. So then it doubled. So it was $1,000 to rent this freaking rental car. I was so because pissed. Because you were 24. So and pissed. I'm like, dude. I t- 10 months instead of 25. Yes, it was February. I was about to turn 25 literally in a matter of four months. And they just oh were like, gosh. screw you for being four months under the age of 25. We're going to charge you 500 extra dollars. It was so dumb. So and that, it was just a tiny clown car also. We could barely fit a car seat Such a teeny car. But um, with this trip, no, we didn't have to pay the underage fee. And, um, yeah, got the rental car, but that wasn't even, that wasn't even, that, I can't talk. A completely the least, separate That was issue. the least of our problems is what I wanted to say. Yeah, that, because the that most situation of our was problems the was the fact that our, all of our luggage with all of our toiletries, clothes, podcast equipment that we had a podcast scheduled with, can we say who it was? Cause it's coming out next week. Yeah. We had a podcast scheduled with Jess and Gabe. Yay. I was 
so excited. This was like an episode I was like so looking forward to. Couldn't wait to meet them. And I just felt, it was our first time ever meeting them. And I felt mortified that I had to call her and say, oh, actually, we don't have any of our equipment with us. Yeah. Because it's in Dallas. Why in the world? How did they even make it to Dallas? From We're going from a direct flight, Phoenix to Nashville, and our bags are in Dallas. Tell me how that happens. I think what happened is somehow they didn't get our bags on the plane. And I think part of it might have been with us arriving a little bit late. Oh, so it was our and fault. And so, so yeah, but they didn't say that though. I think when they, when I heard all the Southwest Airlines workers talking, it seemed like we had still gotten it in, in a fair enough window that they had enough time to get it on the plane so they couldn't blame it on us but they did recognize they're like oh they did check it at 440 and the flight left at 520 mm. so it seemed like they still had enough time to get it on the plane and then they were trying to pull all these strings to get the bags back to us i will say everyone was very helpful in trying to get the bags back but it was incredibly frustrating just because um you know when you're away from your kid you want it to be as trim and get it done as quickly as possible so we were supposed to land at 10 30 and then meet them at noon yes and i thought you know an hour and a half should be enough time it would be you know we'd have to hustle our booties but we should make it especially if the flight's on time but now we are talking with the bag agents and waiting for the rental car for almost like it was an hour and a half to two hours no, we didn't so we didn't leave the airport until uh, i think 12 30 because it took us that long to get our rental yeah. car um, maybe was it was it twelve? It might have been like twelve. So 15. Matt and I are trading off at this point. Just so you know, like one of us is waiting in line at the rental car pickup, and then the other one of us is talking to like the bag people. And okay, tell me how I should go about this because I never ever ever want to be a Karen, and I don't want to be annoying because I know it's yes. not the customer service worker's fault. They're just the ears of it, but they have they are like enacting the policies that their yeah. you know company they're working for has, but. On the flip side, when you pay for a service and it's not done properly, it's not like they should be punished or anything, but there should be a make good Yeah. because you did pay for the service and the flights were very expensive. Yeah, and, they were. They were expensive flights. And the equipment in our bags was extremely expensive too and such an investment on our end. So it's like there should be some make good. And to be honest, the make good, I I don't know. I, I didn't know what yeah. to do. I never, you, ever, ever want to be rude. Yeah. So I, I was in there trying to negotiate. I honestly wasn't doing the best job. Because you see the TikToks, right? I was, like, where did you hear this? Oh, yeah. See, it's one of those things where you don't know what your rights are. Like, I didn't know. I wish I could have, like, had a little crash course beforehand knowing what the airline is legally able to do, what they're legally obligated to do. Because they're going to do... I mean, these workers are trained to try to give up as little as possible. Like, if they can just give you a $5 coupon to go get some French fries at McDonald's as a make good, that's what they would do. Not that that even exists. I literally just made that up. That's no, obviously... No, the worst make good we've ever had was $20 to spend at the Charlotte airport on airport food. That was stupid. Well, that was when we got stranded in Charlotte. And that was when a flight was canceled. And there was like even no, there was no airport food. They were really like, sorry, we ran out of hotel vouchers, but you can get $20 of airport food. And that got me a so chicken stupid. salad sandwich because have you seen the prices at the airports? Yeah. Airport food is expensive. Ladies and gentlemen, we have merch. Woohoo! Yay! Look Never how cool. could have guessed it. Look how cool it is, Abby. <laughs> show off your merch. We've got blue hoodies. We've got black hoodies. They say, what's up, dudes? If you notice, the up is different than the rest of the text because it means like UP unplanned. Do you guys notice that? Isn't that so no. cool? 
unplanned, unplanned podcast. That's right. Unplanned pod. The U is the unplanned and the P is the podcast. I guess so you could super be given cool. the other way too and it kind of works. Super cool. Um, I think that this cobalt blue is the color of the season, you guys. But then also black uh, is great. Black is better. I think black is better. You don't like this one? I'm trying to make like, a, I'm trying to be funny and like have a competition. Oh, I also think it works really well if you and your partner tune into it together, like yeah. one of each. And then you kind of get two hoodies because who doesn't love to wear their boyfriends or husbands yes. close? I'm wearing the extra large of the unplanned podcast. What's up dudes hoodie. Abby is wearing the medium size and you can get this at the link in our description. Go get our merch. It's actually 20% off. cozy. 20% off right now for one week only if you use Use our code. What should we make the code? Unplanned. Use our code unplanned to get 20% it's really easy off to remember that the way. merch. Because uh, it's like Black Friday and stuff. Like it's the holiday season. So this week only use code unplanned to get 20% For off one this week. merch. No pressure if you don't want to buy it. But oh yeah, if you no pressure do, at all. That's really cool. And it makes us really excited. You'll just miss out on this wonderful opportunity. <laughs> I'm sorry. No pressure, but it also yeah. would be really cool if someone you know listens to it. They might be yeah. excited. It'll be cool though, because then when you see people wearing the merch out in public, you'll be like, ah, they also listen to the podcast. So it'll if be, that it's happens, kind of like that'd a cool. Be crazy. I know. I'm excited to wear this like out of the house and see people that have what's up, dudes hoodies on. You're gonna rep your own merch in public. Of course I am. Are you not going to? Yeah, I probably will too. <laughs> okay, you wait, you are. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, why would why would you not wrap? Whenever our own I merch? get new clothes, I just wear the heck out of them. The okay, first, like several months. You heard it right here, folks. One week only, twenty percent off. What's up, dudes? Hoodies. Just use our code, unplanned. You were man spreading this whole ad. I w- okay. Whoops, I did not mean to do that. <laughs> now back to the episode. So yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know, like you said, my rights. I didn't know what was within the policies, and I also didn't want to be rude or annoying so i get abby on the phone though because i'm like this woman abby was abby was pissed because she didn't have any of her clothes she didn't have any of her makeup i had abby just woken up sho- and gotten onto the plane abby hadn't showered like she wanted to like you know do her hair do her makeup like i put wanted on, to brush my teeth put on some clothes before we were filming this podcast with um jess and gabe and it was looking like she wasn't gonna be able to do any of that stuff so i get abby on the phone and she's, well, we also and she, didn't have the equipment to film that's true so it wasn't even possible so i get abby on the phone and she's talking to these ladies <laughs> and what was funny is one of the workers was like a better negotiator than i was because once she heard that abby was just you know she's trying to film her podcast her video podcast and needed her like makeup and hair and stuff this lady was like you could tell like she cared about like her makeup they and were hair so nice. and she was like this is really like she was like going to bat for abby like negotiating for her um with the higher ups at southwest it was just kind of funny they were so nice and um we were just like working it out and then thank goodness the bags weren't actually lost lost like they were in dallas and so we, they were just trying to figure out a way to get the bags there obviously it was not there in a timely manner and i felt yeah. terrible jess and gabe were so polite yeah and reworked their whole schedule which is a huge deal especially when you have child care lined up and so i felt terrible but like at first they said oh you know, we, we know where your bags are there in Dallas. They'll be here at one fifty five PM. And I said, okay, how long until they'll be off the plane, like ready for us to grab? And they said, it'll, it'll be like 10 minutes. And so we, we arrived at the airport at like one fifty five for the bags to come. And then we ended up not getting the bags till closer to three o'clock. 
Yeah, and I'm just taking laps around the airport with Augie in the car, and Augie hates when the car stops. And you were super stressed. I was super stressed. Your watch tells you when your stress levels are off, and you kept throughout the day showing me your stress levels. You're like, Matt, I'm so stressed right now. I'm so stressed. And I'm like, I am sorry. I don't... I'm I'm trying to... I wish I could just like snap my fingers and fix the whole situation, but this is like out of my control. I think that a lot of it came from just like having other people like working around us and then we're constantly changing on them like that makes me feel really bad but obviously in the grand scheme of things it's such a first world problem and not a big deal it's just a podcast it's just like all of it just like really was not a big deal but in the moment (laughs) I was like this feels like the worst thing I could do to like when I'm first meeting someone to just be so late and to keep changing it yeah they were so gracious because we didn't end up filming with them till five o'clock we were supposed to film at like 12 30 so so this whole airport fiasco got pushed it back by five o'clock and so what i told abby is like hey look abby let's think about the worst case scenario okay worst case scenario we canceled this episode we flew to nashville for basically nothing and it seems like really bad right now but 10 years from now we're not going to give a crap we're going to forget about this this really bad situation that we're in right now and the grand scheme of things really doesn't matter all that much and we're going to we're going to live to see another day we're going to be okay and i think it is one of those things where you realize like wow when you have it so good, a problem like losing your bags, your bags at the airport yeah. and not being able to film a podcast, like sure in the moment it seems like the worst case scenario, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not that bad. Yeah, that's a really good, you were helping me, you were giving me perspective, you're like, this is not a big deal. And it's like, it's so true, it's not a big deal. And I think it also didn't help that at that exact same time, Augie was crying in the car, and then which the la- makes my stress <laughs> levels freak out. And then the lady told me, because I'm trying to well, help you, Augie. You took three laps, right? Like Abby, uh, my sister-in-law, Addie and I were in the airport waiting at the carousel after the flight got delayed past 155. We were there for, you know, basically an hour just waiting for the bags to come. And you keep t- taking laps. During that, like, almost hour that we were waiting inside, you had taken three laps. So you knew that if you left, it would the take like over pick, 20 minutes. Yes, you would be gone for a while because. They don't like it at airports if you haven't been to an airport. Oh my Passenger gosh. pickup is so chaotic. And there's like workers there like yelling at people like, keep moving. Like if you stop for more than like five seconds, they're like, move on. They're like yelling, shouting yeah. at people, threatening to like tow their car and stuff. And so you have a screaming baby in the car. I'm like reaching in the backseat, trying to give him his binky back and trying to soothe him and like make sure everything's okay. And there is a security guard. Once again, they're just doing their job. But she's like banging on my window telling me I can't wait. I'm like, I'm not waiting. I'm taking care of I said, do you hear my baby crying? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you didn't say it like that, though. I was like, do you hear my baby? Did do you, you hear did my Did you baby? open up a can of sass on that lady? What do you mean? It had a tone. I, I know you, Abby. <laughs> it had a tone. But I wasn't like cussing her did out you, or anything. Did you roll up your window on her? <laughs> She's still talking to me and I'm like, I can't even, I can't even hear what you're saying right now because my baby is crying. I roll up the window and I start to drive off because I'm like, fine, whatever. She wins. I'll leave. And then you, um, then you and Addie were walking out. And so I was like, I pulled over again and this, like, no, you said you wanted, I, when I came to the car, you're like, I want to fight that woman. I know. I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, I'm ready to fight her because she cannot like she can't understand that. I have to take care of my kid and there's this day has been a lot but um that was wrong of her though because what they told us is 
for picking up lost luggage. They literally said you can park your car in passenger pickup, put the flashers on and come in and grab your lost luggage and, and grab it. They literally said that to us because I was asking them like, hey, if we're going to have to come back again to the airport for a third time to get this lost luggage because it was taking so long, we didn't know when the flight was going to land. They said, oh yeah, you just like put your park your car out. And I passenger- told her it was lost luggage. Yes. And so she still didn't care. So I, that's why I was telling you, I was like, that's weird that she was pushing you that hard. Maybe she just thought you were lying to try to stay longer i don't know but i i don't doubt that you'd fight that lady <laughs> oh my gosh i you think i'd actually fight her i think if there's any mom to do get into influencer boxing it would be you not a i feel chance. and i feel like you would win too like Matt, you're, you're tough. literally crazy i would never fight anybody i can't even watch other people fight okay i'm not talking about like in real life but if if there's you're very into fitness like you work out like six days a week and honey, let's be honest, you're freaking jacked, okay? Like I there's photos of you, there's TikToks, there's a TikTok of you like flexing. Oh my god. Like pre-baby when you're working out a ton at CrossFit and you're like already getting back to that like same jacked level that you were before, but you you are freaking yoked. And I I feel- also hate violence, so I would literally never, ever, ever fight somebody. I don't know though. I, I feel like you want to wrestle me some like you've literally told me before, you're mm-hmm. like, Can we just wrestle? And I'm like, what is wrong? I'm not gonna <laughs> wrestle you. I'm not going to like wrestle you. Sometimes to I just have aggression. I want to get out. And I'm like, Matt, come on. But I would not actually out of like anger fight a wo- an- another woman. No way. Why do I feel like secretly you would? Why do I feel like like a in another life you would totally be like a fighter? Like those female fighters that you see on TV, I feel like they could totally be you. Because you're so into the, uh, the, the rush that you get from really pushing yourself crazy hard in a workout. I feel like you'd okay. love that rush that you'd get from pushing yourself in a fight. Okay, well, maybe some other uh, mom influencer like wants to reach out. Like, <laughs> you're literally crazy. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I appreciate that in a way. Like, I love to be told that I'm tough. Yeah, you're tough. I there's no world. There's also no world in which I would even like call this woman a name. Like, I was just like, do you hear him crying? Do you hear him crying? And yeah. she was just delivering the double e sass back. I thought I was like. In my mind, I was like, there's no way this woman is a mom. If she was a mom, she would know. She would be like, oh my gosh, yeah. your baby's crying. Like, you do what you need to do to take care of him right now. And he now. was screaming pretty loud, He was right? screaming. And so I was like, there's no way she's a mom. And so then I was like, at this point, I, she's not a mom. She does not understand. I like rolled up my window. I was like, bye-bye. Why is that that the second that we stop our vehicle, our newborn starts screaming at the top, at the top of his it, lungs? Yeah, it's a common thing, though. It happens every time. And it's almost on to the second, honey. Like, we'll be driving in it. And we'll be driving for a while and then we stop and the second like boom it's like he just wakes up so at the last minute they come out they load the car we zoom and we got the podcast and we end done. up getting the podcast filmed we filmed from five o'clock till what's that 9 p.m yeah but we got it done well it's and we're so excited because so that's next week that's next week's episode with jess and gabe it'll jess be awesome and gabe conti Yes. And, and it was incredible. They're like, they're OG couples creators. We watched them before we were even like making TikToks. Like when, when I first started I making YouTube. before vi- we got married. What, yeah. When I was making YouTube videos early on, I didn't know what we should make videos about. So I like literally looked at their videos. And I was like, okay, this is a couple that we can kind of like figure out how to do this from. So I don't know. It's, it was and cool. It was, was a full, so good. it was a full circle moment. Like really that is, was. that is kind of crazy. There was a moment there I was sitting there, I was like, I cannot believe that we are sitting across from them talking and having a conversation. Yeah. But also felt so natural and, and so fun. And we did, we didn't want to be weird because like we, 
also realized, okay, do we tell them that like we've watched their old videos and stuff? They were pretty open about watching our content. So then I was like, ah, okay, we're like, we're chill and stuff. Yeah, it worked out really well. I did have a massive migraine by the end of the day because of all the stress of the morning, not sleeping, not like that whole time. I also also, didn't eat or drink a sip of water. We both slept like four hours the night before all of this. So that was a recipe for disaster. It was a recipe for disaster. And I had a crazy migraine. Like literally my head was spinning. I was, I couldn't eat because I was going to throw up, but yeah. We got it done. We almost had to cancel the podcast, though. All for you guys. No. Yeah. <laughs> it was partially for me, too, because I just was really excited to have a conversation with them. But it was um, it was quite the experience. I feel like my fear right now is that people are going to think that we're, like, a couple of influencers complaining about, like, such a, like, an entitled, like, travel experience, you know? I hope that people don't take it that way. I feel like it definitely was hectic. and. Plus, we can we can definitely like recognize the privilege that we were able to fly on a plane and the privilege of like having a podcast like i think i think that's all real but i also think we can like we did have a crappy travel day and i think that's a reality for us yeah it was it was a bummer there you're right like in the grand in the grand scheme of things like there's way worse things oh my gosh yeah way worse things it's so funny like things can feel like oh my gosh, how could this get worse? And it's like, okay, wait, it really can be a lot worse. But you can't think about that all the time because you just can't live your life like that. Yeah. How are you How are you feeling right now? I'm, I'm shocked that we haven't decorated our house for Christmas yet. I am so excited. Well, we haven't had time. That's We've true. We've been kind of traveling and doing all that's these true. crazy but things. But like usually November 1st, like that's when our tree goes up and we don't even have a Christmas tree up right now. Our Christmas tree is currently in storage. Are you going to get that? I really honestly it's like buried with all of your parents stuff around it so that's gonna be a huge pain in the butt to get it but you know what will get me to do it quicker i'll make a video about getting, oh my god like, i'll like vlog myself like trudging through all like couches and furniture and yeah. like grabbing gosh i don't that thing must be deep in the storage Our unit christmas tree is in a storage unit with all my parents oh. stuff from when they moved to arizona they didn't know their plans they're like we're gonna keep yeah. our furniture and everything because um like it was temporary yeah. them living with us it's working out really well right now still but anyway it's all in a storage yeah. unit and that is buried with our christmas tree and so i can't wait for matt to get it out and decorate i also though i will say i'm not like the hugest decorator really really i mean you do I have like so much being- christmas cheer but i just don't i kind of have a hard time spending money on christmas decorations sometimes because i'm like oh we can only use it for like a month and a half i feel like we like went freaking ham and bought like five hundred dollars in christmas decor that doesn't get you very much like last year that literally just got me like a cookie jar and no we got i think it was was like every i think we got well okay i don't know if that was including the tree but we got like everything to decorate the tree and you got some different you know festive jars and things yeah but you'd be surprised how little that gets you nowadays yeah i think i think if you can thrift that's the way to do it right Yeah, but then it doesn't match oh true that is difficult. unless you have a really good eye for it which i don't i don't Dude, have a, that's artsy, why i also am not great at decorating because i don't have a good eye for it artsy people that know how to like thrift and like make it all look eclectic and work together dude yeah come on yeah so i have so much christmas cheer so much holiday love but i just am not the biggest decorator but i'm very excited to get the tree up we're actually hosting thanksgiving this year which <gasps> yes. is it feels very adult of us doesn't I it i know like oh my goodness we're gonna be obviously everyone in our family is so helpful and gonna chip in but like we're gonna be in charge of like 
getting a turkey on the table. We just got our backsplash done in our kitchen. We now have kitchen backsplash tile. We also got a feature wall done in our in our dining room. Like our house has always been like blank white walls and we're finally like making it feel more homey, which yes. I love. Um, we didn't buy our house new, but we bought it from people that were the first original owners. So they kind of had it just as all white walls. And I love white. I love white as being like the base of a home, but too much white just feels like you're in a hospital. And so mm-hmm. now it's nice that we're getting tile up on the kitchen. It is crazy how getting stuff up on the walls makes a space feel bigger. And homey. Yes. So homey. So we're hosting Thanksgiving. We're making, my goal, I told Matt, do you remember what my goal is for this Thanksgiving? Oh, frick, I forgot. To take a pumpkin and turn it into a pie like ah, i want to make yes. everything from scratch i want to make the crust from scratch i want to make the i'm not even going to buy canned pumpkin i'm going to turn the pumpkin into mm, the yeah. puree and make it that myself. is dope that's that really is cool something i'm very excited for and i just i love the coziness it's getting colder in arizona feels very snuggly we have two children to celebrate the holidays with this year it's going to be like so magical so yeah. dreamy i think are we, we gonna do santa claus with our kids Ooh, we've talked uh, about this what before. do you think what do you think we i think yes i think yes why the heck not pros and cons okay the pros. cons is that they don't have this like earth shattering moment like i had when i found out that santa wasn't real i was like oh my gosh it, what else are they really... lying to me about yeah i feel like it is like kind of weird that parents I don't, could i don't really know now i don't know that is weird to lie to your kids that is weird but maybe you don't look at it as a lie you look at it as like we are creating an imaginative world for them and making the holidays magical. It kind of frustrated me though when my when I found out that Santa wasn't real. I I just the fact that you're so careful about that. Yeah, it just it was earth shattering, and I mean I wasn't sad. But I was like, dang, I was like, okay, so then this this this. I was like the tooth fairy, Easter bunny, like all those things, and I just like drilled my father, and he was like, well, and I was like, Dad, come on. And he was like, okay, yeah, you're right. It led like, to so many deep questions. None of it's real. I even asked my parents. I was like, well, is God real? Like, oh yeah. I had so many like, yeah, it really did kind of mess me up. But I also really loved the magic that was there for that amount of time, yeah. like the magic of Christmas with Santa, like all of that. But then I'm like, maybe we should teach our kids that the magic of Christmas comes from family comes from family and from people wait maybe i like that more maybe i don't want to maybe i don't want to observe that then we could just tell our kids that it's just a an actor in a costume in the mall you know because like kids kids when when your kid's like three years old they think that like eeyore at disney world is real but oh, then yeah. but then once they cried though but then once he, they're six yeah. oh yeah he did cry when he met winnie the pooh but once they're six though they're gonna realize like oh that's just a, a, the little a girl costume. behind us in line <laughs> oh, oh, so we were in line for the to meet winnie the pooh and they kept saying the workers it's so cute but they're like okay in two minutes <laughs> Pooh is gonna have to take a honey break and so they kept saying like he's gonna have to take a honey break and then my dad's just being obnoxious is like i'm pretty sure he's gonna go pack, smoke some cigs out back and then my mom's like pat shut up my dad's name is matt too and then the girl behind us goes which he wasn't saying it loud enough for the kids yeah. to hear but the girl behind us goes so when uh the, the new poo comes out it's gonna be another adult in the same costume and her mom's like yeah honey it's gonna be a different adult in the same costume. <laughs> like she figured it yeah. out it was really cute all that to say maybe we don't do santa then i yeah. don't know yeah i think this year it doesn't really matter because he's only one we just gotta drill into our kids to keep it a secret because i don't want them ruining it for other kids they will though they'll be they'll be like oh you believe in I, santa i guess how do you get it how do you teach an eight-year-old to keep a secret because like i found no, no, out it'd be way younger honey be I like found four. Out when I was, yeah that's true because when i was eight years old like that's when i found out because i drilled my parents 
So maybe we tell our kids like, because then they can't be like, well, why does Santa come to the other kids and not to us? Because I was going to say like, we could just That was say, actually really, really sad for me because my parents always told me that like poor kids in countries where they don't have a lot, they're like, yeah, Santa brings them like food and like water and like clothes. And I, I thought, oh, that's so cool that Santa helps everyone. And then like realizing that like those kids don't have Santa. That really wrecked me. Oh my gosh, man. I never thought this is the thing about parenting. That's hard. It's like. They say you need to like think about all this before you have kids. It's like you can't think of everything. You can't. No, we were just listening. It was actually Justin Gabe's podcast. And I actually, it was, I think they they were discussing things that you have to be on the same page about before getting married. And I think Gabe was making the point about how you had to be on the same page as like how to raise your kids. And yeah. I would, almost, like, I would almost disagree though because like there's so many things like you need to be aligned on a lot of things but there's so many things that you just can't think about and you just have to learn healthy conflict resolution because it is impossible to get on the same page about every single oh, thing before sure. you marry someone and people change too you might change your opinion I might change my opinion mm-hmm. Pe- and we're you're allowed evolve, to change and, and you're allowed to change you don't have to stay the same as you were and that because that's just not physically possible as a human well also a lot of people that watch our podcast think we're getting divorced Oh my gosh, dude. That made me so mad. That shit made me sad, honestly. That like, that was, I saw that comment. It does make me sad, but it also leaves me relatively unfazed because I'm like, I know that we're not getting divorced. Yeah. But it's just kind of stupid because I'm like, I tell me you're not married without telling me that you're not married, that you can't have a conversation and disagree with your spouse, but still love them so much, ride or die for them so hard, be the perfect, like be, I can't, I shouldn't say perfect, but be amazing partners for each other. Yeah. And committed for life, yet that is, they're like, they see that and they're like, oh, I, I know everything I need to know. This it's isn't going to work out. It's also one of those things too, because like, okay, you only talk about happy things and you never talk about conflict and you try to, you try to paint this perfect persona then you're online. Being false positive. Exactly. Toxic positivity. It's toxic positivity. It's fake. You're not being relatable. It's not real. Okay. So then we talk about like real stuff and we talk about like, or we not are, even that serious. The no, fact that our, our dude, kid has sugar. We are so <laughs> honest on these apps. Like we are so open and we, we don't fake it. And I think it's pretty easy to, easy to see that like we are just 100% authentic on these apps. And because of that, people are like, oh my gosh, they have conflict in their marriage. <laughs> They're like, divorce. Or, yeah. you know, like people just, they jump to the worst conclusion. It's like, do you, have you ever had conflict in your relationships? Um, who cares? I mean, beyond that, I'm like, you know, I... You're my partner for life. I love you so yeah. much. I'm not going to sit here and just be like, Matt, I love you so much. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Which I do. But then at that point, that's like, I don't know. I can tell you that off camera too. I know. Anyway. I know. Anyway. But, um, yeah. Back to the parenting thing though. I, I kind of feel like what he might've meant by that was that like fundamentally, like what you believe about raising children should probably be aligned before marriage. Yeah. And at least, like, are we going to have kids? That should be aligned also. That is true. But... If one person is like, I'm never having children, and the other person is like, I really want to have children, that's probably reason to not get married, I the, would say. Yeah, I would say so. The problem is, is that you're allowed to change your mind. Yeah, and that is what's that is what's scary, though, is because, like, you could get married to someone that is like, I want to have kids, and then they change their mind and not want to have kids. Therefore... And that would be a hard thing to figure out. Therefore, marriage boils down to committing to the other person yeah and it, it boils down to choosing to make that commitment for life 
and it, and you have to be selfless like yes. relationships to have a healthy relationship you have to be selfless and i think in a world where we preach self-care and focusing on ourselves so much i think people end up like losing sight of how important relationships are to the human experience if we don't have relationships like what are what are we doing right it's it's depressing to not have community it's depressing to not have friends it's not that's not a way to live mm-hmm. and sure you might need to make decisions if you are in a community or you have friends that are hard, you might have to do things that you don't like to do because that's just what relationships look like sometimes. It's not all about you, but um, I think that's a much more fulfilling life. For sure. This life is not meant to be lived alone. Truthfully. And I think something I think like could almost make me cry, which I never just thought about it. What? I didn't cry on this podcast since I... No, wait, long- let's give it up. I think let's I've been a lot more hormonally stable. You're, hormon- you're, you're hormonally stable. Hey, I, it's okay to cry. Why are you, why can why I are not you talking talk? about that? No, I'm just, I'm just like, maybe I'm, I'm feeling you. better. Yeah, I'm just which saying, I like, am feeling better. Good for you. I feel like that's that's awesome. I think you're you're becoming you're becoming more grounded in the person that you are. I don't know. Oh no, it never had to do with the fact that it was truthfully. But you all haven't hormones. been emotional that much recently, so I think you're. The hormone roller coaster ride that you were on, I think, is like yeah. fading a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's really leveling Does out. Does that feel better? Like, do you feel? Oh, it feels so much better. That's I good. I was actually just thinking that today. I was like, wow, I'm starting to feel more like myself. That like anxiety, that sadness is like lifting yeah. up. So I feel like the three month mark for me is like getting good. What I was saying, yeah, is that um, it could almost make me cry at how beautiful the fact is that like. Truthfully, I committed to you long before we got married. Mm-hmm. I knew as soon as we started talking about marriage and then thinking about it, obviously it wasn't formal, but I committed yeah. to this relationship and, you know, learning to resolve conflict together and, you know, choosing you over everything long before we got married. But even then, it's like I have, I don't even know if I'm saying this right, but basically like I fell in love with you as a kid. Like you were literally 17. Yeah. And then I fell in you love were- with you as a young adult, like leaving college. And I, I love that version of Matt now. And now I'm falling in love with you as a dad. And it's like, mm-hmm. you're the same person yet. I've seen so I've seen you in so many different stages and I think that's so beautiful. And it's only been four and a half years of marriage and it's like, how much more do I get to see you grow and change and evolve yeah. and love that version of you? Like, hopefully 50 plus more, you know? Yeah. And so I think that's like really, really, really cool. And that's like a beautiful thing about marriage. <laughs> so <laughs> You literally just said you were like, I'm yeah, not crying. Never, I'm not crying I anymore. I saying it made the tears <laughs> and like, go. And like, boom, crying. But I'm just saying. I think that's like a really beautiful thing about beautiful. like doing this life together and like yeah. what a privilege that is to get to watch you like yeah. grow and change and evolve and like also walk through new struggles with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And we've made it through like really, we've made it through really hard <laughs> You've things. You've seen my boobs go from up here to down here. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your abdomen cut open and a baby pulled out of your stomach. You've also seen it the other way. I've seen it the other way. Very crazy. So much blood both ways. But I've seen you like change our baby's diapers in the middle of the night. I've seen you sing them to sleep. I've seen. I've seen you get pooped on. I've seen you become a social media sensation. (laughs) And um, it's just like our lives are so crazy. It's like this is what this stage looks like. Who knows what the next stage is going to look like. And it's so cool that through each chapter we'll have each other. And I love that. I love being your wife. 
Wow, I did not expect to get that, I like, either. I that mean, speech today. I just got really like emotional. I couldn't figure out how to put it into words, though. Sometimes I struggle with words. I just get touched because I literally just saw you transform into like us running around Six Flags when we were 17. Yeah. And 18. Crazy. <sighs> I love that. I love that, too. Okay. Love Thank you. you, dudes, for watching this episode. And as always, three, two, one. Peace, Peace out, dudes. dudes.